Welcome to Life's About Healthy Hair. I'm your host, Emily Safran Wands. I opened my salon seven years ago in the heart of Miami with the mission to give my clients healthy hair. Lost Salon stands for Life's About Healthy Hair. I wanted to start this podcast to give you guys some tips and tricks on the best way to achieve healthy hair from the salons you choose, the stylists that you go to, and the products that you use. There's so many different salons out there and so many products on the market, and our goal is to teach you how to filter through that. Each week, my team of stylists will be joining me on this podcast. We want to educate you. Our goal is to bring on different leaders in the hair industry to also talk about their tips and tricks. I'm super excited for today's episode to introduce my guest today, Diana Elizabeth. We are former friends from the Aveda world, and I can't wait to talk to you guys a little bit about her experiences in the hair industry and how she has now become such a huge, amazing bridal stylist. So, hey, Diana. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I used to be in Aveda salon, and I met Diana through a other owner's salon who I became very close with, and this... This world of hair is a small community and you don't have to work for the same salon to, you know, build great relationships and we've always kept in touch and I want to hear a little bit about, you know, where you are today. Well, this is very exciting (laughs) because since the last time that I saw you, which has been a few years now. I think it was on Zoom doing classes together in COVID. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you were in your closet. I was in my closet. Lo- closet. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. I can't, I so, totally yeah. forgot During about During COVID, that. we kept, you know, taking all of us that were not able to work. We always kept education going um, yeah. through Zoom and being able to see each other and not fall behind. And we did a few little updo classes together. Yeah. That yeah. was really fun, was actually. Fun. Like was... as, as, you know, dark as those times were, I feel like we all kind of found ways to make stay it a little connected. bit lighter, stay connected, like learn, do something. You know? Exactly. So was, wow, exactly. And since then, you were, were at a salon and now you're on your own. So I'd love to hear mm-hmm. a little bit of your journey. I've always been in the beauty industry. I've always, like ever since I was little, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. You know, when you met me last, I was at the salon and I was, I was very happy there for a while. And then I had always had this like urge to do weddings. And even when I was at the salon, I was still doing weddings. I've been doing weddings for like 10 years. Um, But I was always doing something else too, just for a more like steady pace income. And then it finally got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, like I'm very much the kind of person who's like, if you're not doing something that you really enjoy doing, there's going to be a quicker expiration date. Yeah, because absolutely. I need, yeah, you have to feel good about what you're doing, especially when you're doing it every single day. I always tell my staff that, like, to focus on what they love and master it, mm-hmm. know how to do everything because sky's the limit in this field. And yeah. if someone walks in and you can't do it, you're losing the money. Mm-hmm. But to master what you love first so that you can be the best at that, and that's where your money's going to come. Because if you love a specific niche – your clients are going to feel that and you're just going to attract that and that's how you're going to really make a career. Exactly. And then they'll know that you do everything else, but they'll come to you specifically for that. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, I think the hair industry, like we were talking about earlier, is very broad. And 
when you can find that one thing that like your heart really kind of like pulls to, I think that's really beautiful because it takes time to be able to find that too. And, and that's like the best advice for if you're studying young new hairdressers listening to this oh podcast, <laughs> that it takes a really long time to figure out what you want to do in this industry and to like not rush just wanting instant gratification and skipping the steps because mm. if you do that, you're not going to ever find that flame that really will make you the money yeah. that you deserve and you'll be jumping from place to place until you figure it out. So this is a slow and steady career mm-hmm. and money comes. But it's not, you know, um, it's not a race. It's, it's a marathon. A, it's not, <laughs> it's not a, a sprint. Ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even when things are going beautifully, there's always going to be things, right? Yes. So, like, you got to keep your eye on the prize, even if you don't know what that is exactly yet. And, like, a big part of my process getting into the wedding industry, and I call myself now a bridal beauty specialist because I poured my heart and soul into being that. I've noticed now brides lately have been more focused on bridal specialists rather than coming to the salon. They want to have a group of, you know, bridal specialist team coming Mm -hmm. to them. Um, They don't want to be inconvenienced. They want you there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the salon on a Saturday cannot afford to lose people from their team. So having a bridal business and having a salon, I feel, are two different businesses in this industry now. It is. It is. And that's like you get torn almost if you're doing both, you know, because it gets exhausting too. And it's very rare that you have the bride that wants to get ready in the salon. You know, That is very true. You want the luxury of the team coming to you. You want to have your girlfriends with you, the support and mm-hmm. mimosas and, and it's the whole fun. thing. It's exactly. A whole ex- it's a party. It's a whole experience, you know. And then on our end, we got to be a part of something that not everybody gets to see unless you're yeah. family or friends. It's, it's a very so, special day. Super special, super rewarding um, for many reasons. And you have to love it. You and, do. You know, so part of my process, kind of like as we were talking about, Getting to this point that I'm at now, I went through a million different avenues in my career and I had a million doubts and a million insecurities and anxieties and like all the things you can think of. And even though I knew that's what I wanted was to just do hair um, for weddings, there was all these other things in my mind like stopping me. And so it's scary to take the leap to be independent when you're used to working for a company and you kind of. I mean, in the hair world, you don't always know your paycheck every two weeks because it really depends on are your clients coming in. But you have a basic idea once you're at a salon, you know, where you're at and mm-hmm. you can predict your your salary when you exactly. first time go on your own. It's a leap. You don't know what that's going to be. And, and you're terrifying. losing the security blanket. Nobody's feeding you anymore. You have to go feed yourself. Exactly. And it's the scariest thing yeah. ever. And so that's why for so long, I was like, I'll just do this on the side and then work a few jobs yeah. here. But that was like, hey, burnout. Want to be and friends? And then your heart's not fully <laughs> yes. in both. You're kind of. You can't overextending yourself. Exactly. You can't give your all. So it's definitely a journey. It's definitely a process. My process to get here was chaotic and stressful and like a million and like uncertainties. But you kind of get to a point when you realize like, okay, this is really what I want to do. This, I mean, you know this. You open your salon. I remember that's when I first met yeah, you. Like, yeah. you know how that feels where you're like, it's all or nothing, baby. You know? It's all or nothing. And you're the one, you're the fire behind it. Nobody's going to care as much as you. Exactly. So, you know, when you find your thing, which takes time and you can't force it, it has to like just come. You yeah. know, you just have to wake up one day and you're like, okay, you know what? This is what I want. Like yeah. this, you feel it. It's a feeling. It's not like, 
You just feel it. So, but once you get there, it's it's beautiful. It is. And um, you just got to put your heart in it and you got to work hard. And some things I know we wanted to touch on today, like going through all of, you know, that little journey process, which I could talk about that for years. <laughs> but I think just once you're in the bridal beauty industry, you know, you could do hair, you could do makeup, you could do both. Um, some people say you should never do both. I personally like to do both. I think it's personal preference. And just with how you structure your business, once you get into it, it's it's your baby and you can really, there's so much to learn. And, you know, I learned a lot just within this last year of being in business for myself and how to grow it and how to build it and to hone in on your own style, your own personal style, like what kind of brides you want to attract, um, you know, your clientele. What kind of team do you want on your side? What kind of team do you want? That's probably the hardest part is finding people that will keep your image the way you want it. And how you're going to train them and making sure they're the right fit. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, for me, when I started this and I was learning all of this, I had to like look at my social media. Yeah. I had to be like, okay, what kind of work am I putting out? Am I attracting both Social media brides? is the biggest part of our business nowadays. It's the best thing. And it's a lot, but if you can it's like- another job. <laughs> it's another job, honey. <laughs> it's another job. Yeah. But if you can latch into it, and I get stressed with it all the time, but you know, once you find your thing, you can kind of hone in on that and know, okay, this is the kind of- brides I want to attract. I want to attract a luxury bride. I want to attract a boho bride. You know, I only want to do weddings at the breakers or I want right. to do more beach style weddings, yeah. right? So whatever work you're putting out, whatever content you're putting is out. Is what they're going to come to you Is going to attract that. And I, that. I like a very chic, luxury bride. I like very clean looks. I like buns and soft glam waves. And so I had to really, you know, start, okay, I got to master you these. You got to get those type of clients out exactly. and learn that. And learn sure. that. So then I had to start talking to my brides and be like, okay, brides, this is the look you want. This yeah. is what we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously our podcast is about healthy hair. What do you do for your brides to prep their hair to be the healthiest it is for their wedding? Like from the day they come to the trial until their wedding day, what are your tips and tricks for them? So typically my brides will reach out to me like anywhere from like a year and a half to six months yeah. or from six, seven months to a year and a half. So it it depends when they reach out and how long we have to get their hair to where we need it. So it kind of all starts with a consultation call. They've already booked or they haven't booked, but either way I have a call with them and we talk about their hair needs, the look they're going for, and I get all that information, right? And then at the trial, what we do or the preview, the bridal preview is like the new word. <laughs> yeah, it is a preview, yeah. It is a preview, right? Because I know I'm going to do my good work and they're going <laughs> to love it. <laughs> exactly. So um, then we sit down after we've had all those conversations, right? And sometimes they need extensions. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just need it for volume and length, right? So we get really down to the nitty and gritty of their needs. Again, I tell them basically to answer your question, after we've dissected all of that, it's you know, they want their hair and scalp to be in the best shape possible. So if you have a bride who, you know, she wants her hair super sleek and shiny and silky on her wedding day and she wants something down, right? But her hair's chemically Brittle. treated. Yeah, yeah. It's dry. It's damaged. Maybe her scalp isn't in the best condition, condition you know, or she has breakage. So then we set up a regimen for them. Okay. okay. Your wedding is in eight months from now. Right. Let's just say that's a little bit longer than let's say like five months from now. Okay. Okay. And they say she hasn't listened to anything I've said before, which happens and it's okay. 
But now we're here and it's like, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to start doing scalp treatments because healthy scalp equals healthy, healthy hair, hair promotes healthy hair growth. And you don't want a dry, flaky scalp, nope. right? So, you know, find a hair treatment that works good for you. A lot of times I'll recommend them. What are your go-tos? So I like the scalp benefits. Okay. Like I, do, I do like okay. that one. Okay. Um, I've kind of stuck with a few things from, from okay. that product line. Okay. But that's one of them. So, and then hair mask, obviously. They yeah. need to get regular trims. Yes. You know. Which a lot of people don't like to do, but trimming your hair is the best way to let it grow. It is the best. <laughs> I, I mean... I have had a hard time with this recently. <laughs> I'm like, just take the ends. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we look at their hair because everyone's different. But, you know, a lot of the time it's like, all right, you know, do the masks, do some treatments on your hair and get your regular trims. Stay out of a lot of chlorine. Stay out of the sun. You know, put it some kind of heat protectant on if you're in the sun, you know. Or, yep. And again, Aveda has the, the sun, sun in. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but it's really about the care of your hair. Most of my brides, majority of the time, they want their hair to look perfect on their wedding day. Of course. So, and I'll follow up with them. I know I did, so. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it's important. And people are investing a lot of, you know, money into yeah. this. So yeah. I tell them, and I'll put it all, like, I'll write it down and be like, all right, X, Y, and Z. This is what you need to do. This is how we need to. And even if they have extensions, and extensions are going to be taking over most of their hair and they're wearing it up. Yeah, but extensions have 20 times more extra hair than you would without them. Exactly. So. so, you know, it's about really just analyzing the bride. And then those would be like the, the key things is right. really masking your hair and trimming your hair. You know, I had a bride. Oh, my gosh. This poor bride. <laughs> she was the sweetest thing. And her wedding was a few weeks ago. But she went and she got her hair cut. She had long, gorgeous brown hair. And she went and got her hair cut, like, a couple weeks before her wedding. And she had a no, no. whole thing with these. This She saw it was, like, two other, two stylists she saw at the same place. And they gave her, like, one chop. Oh, you like she that. I think she said she wanted like a few layers or something and it was literally just like chop. And Oi. I was like, oh my girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, again, those things, like if you're gonna Don't get your do a hair grass, cut, a drastic change right before your wedding. No ladies. drastic <laughs> changes. Like no, like, and even with your color, you know, do your color like a few weeks before, you know, and so don't it start changing in. it up. Keep it to what you know and look as natural as you as possible. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like if you know you're you like being blonde and that's kind of your go-to, don't blonde. decide you're gonna go brunette no. two weeks before you yeah, <laughs> agreed absolutely you know go to a stylist that you know that you're familiar with right go to a colorist right. that you know i always you know. say that too jumping around is not always the best thing it is not <laughs> it is not and especially before a big wedding. event or your wedding Correct. yeah those are mostly the major things it's like know the people you're going to for your services you know you have a colorist make a plan with them let them know like talk to your colorist your hairstylist about your goal what you're doing for your wedding that you're going to need regular trims. Yeah. You know, you can't put a lot of heat on your hair if it's damaged. You know, you can even get those take-home products from your stylist and, you know, the masks and the treatments yeah, and so everything. it's an investment to get the hair you want on your wedding day. And it's beneficial in the future, it too. Is. It's it the, is. You know, then you realize how amazing your hair feels yeah. after the fact. Yeah, absolutely. You stick with it, you know. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be the major things. And then after, you do whatever you want. But for the wedding day, yeah. I love it. Well... Super proud of you and, you know, how far you've come and 
I would love for the listeners to follow your Instagram if anyone's getting married. So why don't you go ahead and let us know where we can find you. My Instagram is Diana. It's with two N's. It's Diana underscore Elizabeth underscore beauty. There you go. (laughs) So any future brides that are listening to this podcast, she's your girl in the South Florida area. And thank you so much for being on our podcast. Again, you guys can watch our podcast on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you watch your podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Lostlawn. And our website is www.lostlawn.com. And we'll see you on the next episode.